Or dark. We wow. still need to change this name, Lincoln. We need to change the name. So we're starting. We're not, we don't have music going on right now. We got sued by about eighteen different record labels 19, based on nineteen now. 19, oh man, just nineteen got an email different. This morning different labels uh saying why did we use all their music no, i'm just kidding but uh welcome back to track before and after dark whatever it is uh today's gonna be a special day of podcast and we have new silver medalist ryan hill coming on the show in about i don't know 45 seconds i mean we told him we maybe call 30 him. seconds yeah we're late so we, told uh, him we call him like a minute ago we, we just got back from world indoors excitement we're gonna get ryan hill on the line why are we wasting time let's, let's just call do him it. boom Hello. Hey, is this Ryan? Hey, this is Ryan. Hey, Ryan, this is Flowtrack. You're with Gordon and Lincoln. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing good. Doing good. New uh, new silver medal around your neck. How, did, how have the last couple days been uh, just kind of soaking the experience in? Yeah, really just enjoying a couple of days down, uh, not really training and, you know, going for hikes and going out to eat and just yeah, relaxing, sort of uh, taking that mental and physical break that I think is pretty important after indoors. How much time do you guys are? Are you getting any extra days off, noting the success of the season, or is it? Uh, are you extra fatigued coming off? You know, such a hard effort, or what is this like a normal break from indoors, or what's the situation like? No, my, my body feels pretty good, um, and I'm I'm sort of you know still raring to go, ready to get back to training, but I think just for the longevity of the season, uh, normally take two weeks, just singles and strides. Um, we'll get back to workouts though, uh, you know, after this two weeks, so it's just a, a mental and physical break. Yeah. Even if you need it or not. Where, uh, exactly where are you keeping this, uh, silver medal? Is it, uh, is it around your neck right now as you, as we speak, you sleep with it on? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's just hanging up over there on, on the side of my room. Um, I guess maybe it'll sink in how important it is uh, later. But, yeah, right right now, you know, I just feel like I sort of did my part for Team USA. I mean, we racked up so many medals. Um, it's hard to feel like mine is you know, extra special. But, yeah, for now, it's just hanging up over there. Um, who knows? My my parents or something may, may frame it or I may put it in the hands of someone who really appreciates it more for well, now. I would appreciate yeah, it we, more. Yeah, you can send it to Flowcheck. We'll take it. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, okay, I, I'll check with my mom first, and okay. then you guys are a second. All right, cool. Wow, I feel honored. Okay, uh, what you know, looking back on the weekend and the race itself, what what was the moment that you're kind of going to cherish the most? Was it taking a victory lap? Was it the race itself? Was it getting the medal ceremony? What what exactly was the moment that you're going to remember the most going forward? Well, certainly the victory lap with, well, not really even a victory lap, just a, the lap around with the, the flag was a big moment because you always, that's the pinnacle moment. That's what you want. You want the American flag. They just don't hand those out to anybody, only the medal winners, and you get to keep it, which is pretty cool. But that is the, the main moment that you're training for, and you get to go around in the United States, around the track, and all the fans were so supportive. I think that's the biggest moment because it's the ultimate reward for uh, you know all the sacrifices that season. You know, Ryan, there was a moment in the pre the post race interview that I was surprised to hear, uh, and I just want to know how, if you could add to this. Surprised to hear you say that you thought maybe your mindset coming in that top five would have been a great day. 
that kind of held you back uh, in retrospect are do you still kind of have that mindset that maybe you were too conservative and your mindset was too conservative coming in yeah obviously right after the race seeing how close i was to winning i was a little more disappointed but i had a chance to go back and watch the race and analyze it a few times and looking back on it i, I was sort of like impressing myself i was i was making i made all the moves um from I had the kicking really start happening from 1,200 out, and I just kept every every 100 meters making the moves, making the moves with the big guys. And after I looked at the the whole thing, I really only messed up once. I think from about uh, 550 to 500 to go, that 50-meter stretch, uh, Chogi got around me and sort of got that prime position, and that just took me out of any chance of winning. So really, I'm not as disappointed in my race after I look at it. It's just Kizelcha is just really good. He ran a perfect race, and I probably just ran a little off perfect. So I wouldn't say that it was any of my mindset or my toughness. Um, I just need to be really ready for that one move that I missed, uh, that Choge was able to pass me. So yeah, in hindsight now, I would probably back off that a little bit, um, as I rewatched the race, it really looked like I was going after each move pretty aggressively. And I, I really held my own with those guys. So, yeah, not nearly as disappointed as I was maybe immediately after the race. Ryan, this is Gordon. One one caveat that a lot of times World Indoors has is they say the fields aren't as good as what it will be outdoor. However, when looking at all the races, the 3K men's field looks to be very similar to what... The minus, Olympic, minus, minus one, one, one guy, obviously, <laughs> Mo, but looks to be very similar to what the 5K field will be talent-wise. Do you look at it the same way and look at it as a litmus test, being like, hey, got second in the, a legit field that, you know, a medal opportunity at Rio is definitely within grass? Yeah, I think um, what you'll see in the Rio 5K will be really similar to that 3K field. Obviously, uh, Mo will be in there. I think a few of the guys will be a little sharper. Um you know, there, there were a couple of Ethiopians that didn't do this or didn't really look that sharp. Uh, I think Ndiku will be a lot sharper. So I wouldn't say it was a weak field. Definitely the 3K was not a weak field, but I can't help but think that maybe uh, since it was here in Portland, I had, you know, much more of an advantage. I didn't have to travel here. My whole season was was built around, you know, this meet. I don't know how, how that was for the other international guys. That was a lot of travel for them. Maybe they aren't weren't training as hard for this as I was because I was a little more motivated with it being in, in the U.S. Uh, I would say Kajelcha looked pretty amazing, uh, but everyone else maybe not not as sharp, and I just took advantage of that. But hopefully, if I make it to that point, um, Rio would be a lot similar to uh, how the 3K was uh, this past weekend. You know, you mentioned afterwards that it's an added 2,000 meters, and I know you said it like earlier in the week that the 3K is kind of your ideal distance. Do you think that you lose anything compared to the Kajelchas, the Indikus, those type of guys when you move up to 5,000? Or, you, you know, you're obviously still working on your strength, but do you, do you not consider yourself, uh, you know, at this uh, level when you move up to the 5,000? Well, I hope to just transfer this, my same strategy and confidence that I have been running in the 3K up to the 5,000. Uh, 2,000 more meters is a lot. You're definitely getting a lot more junk in your legs. It's harder to sustain that 1,000-meter kick after you've already run 4,000 meters. 
I would say those guys are probably a little stronger, but, I mean, obviously just look at their PRs. But who knows? Maybe I've gained a lot of strength over this off season and this indoor. So I'm not willing to say that I'm not as strong as those guys right now, but uh, so far, just based on their accomplishments and mine, they are a little stronger over 5K. So that's something that I'll have to work on in the next couple months. I'm going to have to do some longer workouts, real 5K-specific sessions so that I can hang in there for 4,000 meters and still run a, a 220 last K, kind of like we just did. Ryan, uh, going back two weeks uh, to USA's when uh, you won the title, second place was Paul Chalimo. We found on Flowcheck, uh, you guys were both kind of rising stars in 2012 during NCA uh, days. Do you remember those times when you guys went 4-5, I think, at the NCA 3K in 2012, kind of racing Chalimo before you guys became uh, fast pros? Yeah, I mean, we went to college both in North Carolina around the same time, and we sort of started getting uh, a lot better around the same time, around our fourth year. Um, so, yeah, I, I knew I knew about Paul, and all of us NC State guys knew he was really good. I uh, had to race him at regionals, and me and him were really close at NCAA Cross before that Boise race. Uh, yeah, so I was very well aware of Paul, and leading into USA's, you know, all of us BGC guys were talking about who was going to be in the mix, what, who we had to worry about. And I kept saying, you know, Paul Chalimo, he's really fast. He's going to be really tough. I don't know if he's going to feel good on the day, but he's going to put himself in there, and you know, you'll know he's there no matter what. And it's funny because that's pretty much what ended up happening. He put himself right in there, and yet he's really tough. He's really fast. You know, there was a funny moment they uh, during – I'm not sure which part of the, of the competition it was – but I think the BBC brought, or maybe it was NBC, brought Mo Farah onto the broadcast. It might have been like one of the rounds of the 3K or could have been the, been the final. I probably should have been found that out more specifically. But he uh, didn't know or at least couldn't na- uh, name Yomif Kajelcha, which was surprising considering he's a 1253 guy. He won the Diamond League last year. Uh, would you find you, Do you find yourself kind of being like that, like you don't know the names of your competition? Or do you familiarize with the guys? Do you keep up with the sport and like see what – okay, this is what this Ethiopian ran on this week. I need to watch out for him. Do you find yourself like that, or are you kind of just stick to your in your own lane uh, type of a guy? I'm pretty aware of the international fields. I mean, certainly anyone that I've raced in a world final before, I, I know who they are. So, I I mean, I think Mo is going to learn who Kajelcha is this, this year for sure because he's going to be there. Um, he's, he's the guy that he had to pass at the Diamond League, so I'm sure – I don't know how he really doesn't know him, but yeah, I'm I'm very aware of who the big dogs are. I know who wins diamond leagues. Um, I know who's getting medals at world championships. I wouldn't say I dig through and try to find like the next great African or anything. I mean, that's what Mo Mo Ahmed does for me. He's pretty much our our scoop guy. He tells me who's coming up, how to pronounce their name, and all that. Right. Uh, but I just pay attention to the big dogs, and I'm very aware of who they are. Are you a big dog? Um, hopefully now I am. Uh, the funny story at the medal ceremony, um, Kajelcha and his posse, you know, came over and were giving me hugs and wanted to take a picture with me. And, and it was really cool. Like it's hard to earn the respect of, of the African runners. And I, I think if that's any indication that I've earned their respect. Um, so yeah, th- those are other cool moments that just, you know, you, you don't expect. 
You say you keep up with uh, the elite Africans out there. Do you also keep up with the NCAA scene? Because while you were winning your U.S. title, there was a current NCAA athlete who pulled off a pretty impressive uh, double with Cesarek running a 352 DMR anchor after winning the 5K. What were your thoughts on hearing about that? Yeah, we're all really into – well, definitely NCAA Nationals. I probably follow uh, my NC State guys a little more than some other people. So just by following the NC State guys, I know what's going on at you know the Husky and Iowa State and all this stuff. Uh, but we definitely all, you know, get to a television and watch Nationals. And, yeah, it's pretty obvious that Cesarek is just, just dominating everybody right now. Um, that 3K was really impressive because I thought Justin Knight would be able to get in there and, and, and disrupt his dominance. But, no, Cesarek pretty much just handled everything. Really impressive. Well, in a good segue, uh, we're doing the rally relays this weekend. Do you have any uh, good memories from your time at NC State running at that meet specifically? So I only ran rally relays once because oh, okay. every time I made nationals, um, I was held out because it was only like, you know, two or three weeks later. Right. So it really didn't make sense for me to run rally relays. But I, that is the first place that I broke 14 because um, my redshirt freshman year, that's where we opened up. And me and John Martinez just went out there and paced each other. And that was the first time I went under 14. So that was a huge moment for me. But it's also the only time I ever ran it. So you talk about the first time you ever broke 14. When's going to be the first time you break 13 and where? Man, you know, I would like it to be this year, but I don't see it happening. I'm I'm just assuming, not really assuming, but I have to just plan on making the Olympics. So let's just say that happens. I don't really see it happening before that. And then Paris and Zurich are not very long after the, the Olympics the game so you don't really see guys typically running too fast within a two-week period after a major championship i don't really see that kind of a race developing this year but certainly next year that'll be one of my major goals uh, is trying to get in a couple really good 5ks and going under 13 i wouldn't expect it this year but certainly next year 2017 it's going to be a big goal of mine you know last year after uh, USA's there was a you know it's kind of become an infamous gap between USA's and then Beijing are you happy to see uh, like I said and, and like you've mentioned yet you're not officially on the team yet you got to make the team but if you were to make the team are you happier uh, that the turnaround between the Olympic Games and USA's is uh, much shorter this year well I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I really had no problem with the gap last year because we had ample time to to get in a whole other training cycle and come into gotcha. Beijing uh, completely prepared for that. Whereas we don't have as much time to start over and do a whole new training cycle for for this, uh, you know, U.S. to Olympics gap. Uh, but and also, it's not like immediately close to each other where you can ride the same peak. So that's really something for Jerry to worry about. Uh, I'm just going to go with the flow. I don't even think about those things. Have you Have you yeah, guys... It's not, even, oh, it's not even something I concern myself with. Gotcha. Um, have you guys laid out at all the roadmap for the outdoor season yet? Uh, I'm sure Jerry's got it laid <laughs> out pretty solid. Yeah. We, haven't, we haven't even spoken since uh, Portland. We're just kind of giving – we're getting a break from each other, really, because we're going to be seeing a lot of each other over the next couple months. But 
I have a basic idea of what the training is going to be like, when we'll go to altitude. Uh, and then, you know, we sort of sometimes talk about post-Olympic trial stuff, but we don't want to jinx anything. So that will probably just be Jerry's secret plan until whoever makes the team actually does it. Gotcha. So you said you, it's a couple days before you start again. How long till you, you guys go to altitude, if you can share that? Yeah, as of now, um, at least for me, I'm thinking I'll probably open up at Prefontaine. Hopefully that 5K will be a really good experience. And then we'll go to altitude from there so that we can come into the uh, Olympic trials completely ready to go. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, just one last thing. Uh, There's a lot of positive vibes taken from the meet, and uh, I think a lot of that – uh, had to do with U.S. fans getting to see an international championship. A lot of, you know, for me personally, for Gordon, uh, first time in our lives on U.S. soil. Uh, I know you were preparing for your race, but did you, as a fan, did you get to take anything in? And what was your uh, impressions of, you know, the presentation of the meet based on what you've seen in Europe and abroad? How how successful was it? I think it, it came off as a, a world championship. I mean, it fit in just as if it, we were in Europe or anything else. Um, yeah, I was amazed at the energy just at the prelim. So I figured that the final was going to be pretty special. And then for us just to rack up like four medals in a, you know, right in a row there, starting with me and going all the way down to Centro. Yeah, I mean, that, that was an amazing moment just to feel like we were really on top that day. And I, I think we got like 24 medals or something and, completely just crushed everyone else so yeah i think it just shows that we had a a big time uh home track advantage and i think that you can just point that to track town and all the organizers they really tried that was their goal to give us that advantage and then put the best athletes out there so huge success i was really happy with the whole thing well ryan uh thank you so much for uh, coming on uh, for the fans out there, Ryan, we asked Ryan to be on this like maybe an hour after you got his, his medal, and he said yes within like ten minutes. So uh, a great guy, really appreciate it, Ryan. And uh, we'll be waiting for that medal in the mail. Yeah, yeah. After your mom has after it. After your mom it. has it. Yeah. Like, like I said, I'll I'll give it to my mom first, and then she can do whatever she wants. There you All go. Right. Thanks, right. Ryan. Uh, yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Later. All right, so uh, yeah, Flowtrack is about to have a world championship medal. Right Sweet. after, the, hopefully his mom. I worked does really it. hard for this. Yeah, right. D- you know, that's I easy. slid into his DMs, got myself yeah. a medal. Yeah, no, uh, that's cool. You know, I th- I thought I'm glad that question popped in my head. Are you a big dog now? And he, he I think it's funny that uh, he's like, well, you know, Kajelcha's posse came over, and he, I think a his lot of the, the Americans kind of value that being respected and being noticed by the Africans, because they're so good, but I think it's funny uh, obviously there's going to be some questions about his age, um, but you know, as it stands right now, he's 18 years old Kajelcha, uh, when I say obviously there's going to be some questions about his age uh, is that, how? I mean, you don't see a lot of 18 year olds in the US being this good, and obviously he's lived in Ethiopia all his life, but as it stands right now, he's 18 years old, and uh to, it's kind of funny to like for a 26 year old or whatever he is to like kind of feel that obviously he beat him in yeah. the race but and you know for in, in the states you wouldn't probably see that as much oh my gosh an 18 year old just i mean i think there were some athletes who were kind of like oh drew hunter just came up to me yeah <laughs> yeah maybe that's <laughs> some true pros there. no i'm just kidding but uh but that is yeah but i mean i mean i remember seeing uh evan jager kind of getting when he ran that eight flat race 
you yeah. know, it's like getting the respect from the Kenyan uh, steeplers. Be like, yeah, he's a it, he's a real deal. It definitely, it yeah, you have to earn your way, and uh, because otherwise, uh, you know, they're they're not gonna fear you because if you haven't beaten him, I and mean, he just takes beating him, and he he was pretty close to Kajelcha. I mean, Kajelcha was the man on the day, uh, but it's a. I think it's a big point for Ryan Hill's career to uh, to get him obviously to get a medal. But like you said, uh, this was the field. You could argue that uh, you know when you look at the 1500 and it's America, Czech Republic, and New Zealand. Those are all three great runners. But when you don't have the Kiprops, Kip Lagats, Suleiman is whatever happened to him. I mean, you know, you could argue that those are weaker fields. Luffy. This one, like he said, in Diku wasn't as strong as everyone expected. Um, but Ryan Hill earned that medal. That wasn't a soft medal. You don't have Mo Farah, but if Mo Farah would have been there, he still would have been and in the medals. Ig- so Igudur, Igudur looked Ig-Gidur. off. But I he, mean, he, but he's he was a good. 15, he's a fifteen hundred meter runner who can be in three k range. So right, and he was the yeah. So no, uh, that was a well earned. Uh, it's certainly. Um, you know, a five k medal is going to be tough, uh, like it is for any American, for anyone. But it it you it would not surprise me anymore. And this medal didn't surprise me. But uh, he uh, he's moving. Yeah, I up. think I think a uh, silver bronze wouldn't surprise. I think the only thing that surprises if America would win. But what one gold? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wondered if we would have. I mean, just the difference in a hair or two. I mean, we're talking if if he would have if he would have managed gold, how would we be talking about this a little bit differently? Yeah, that's true. Because the narrative around Kajelcha is, oh, it's Kajelcha is the challenger to Mo now. I mean, in reality, no. I mean, I don't think. I mean, yeah, Mo just turned 33 today, so he's getting up there in age 15 years. That's ridiculous. He's like 15 years older than Kajelcha. Uh, I mean, I don't see anyone as a challenger to Mo uh, when it's going to be a 1340 race, and he's just going to run the last 100 meters better than everyone. Um, so, I but I would be interested to know if there's some narrative around it was Ryan Hill the challenger to Mo, and I don't think that would be the the situation. So I think that should probably pull back on that narrative because uh, no one's the challenger to Mo, in my opinion. So and he's not going to have an opportunity to really show these challenger because if he runs pre, he can probably run a quick pre race, but then just trials. But when it's trials. yeah, when it's your debut or when it's your outdoor debut, yeah. I mean, he's not going to run twelve fifty five. I wouldn't imagine that's generally like a thirteen zero race because it's sem- somewhat tactical. But it's cool to find out that he's. Definitely eyeing a 13 barrier in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, he's a like a super down. Most most runners are down to earth guys because they're not as famous as LeBron James. But uh, <laughs> no, it's cool that he's just kind of just handling this in stride and, and just like, all right, on on to outdoors. Because um, I would probably still have that, that thing around my neck, maybe. And just yeah. kind of seeing how much it's worth. I'm not saying I would sell you it. You take it to the pawn shop? Just like, what's this worth? Actually, that'd be – we should take – what do you think uh, – Well, when we get the medal, we'll – We'll, uh, we get that medal when so when wouldn't Mrs. it be funny Hill, to have to explain what this is? Okay, this is so there's this thing called the IAAF, yeah. all right, and they had this championships, and this is not the outdoor, this is indoor, yeah. and this time was in so it's a rose, and you know it's bronze, which means not silver, silver, which means second. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But speaking of almost winning by a hair, but not really winning. Yeah, I think the I think well, obviously Centro winning the 1500 was you know an amazing feat home. You know, in Portland, blah blah blah. But I think Robbie Andrews closed and seeing that he could have been in a medal, just didn't put himself in position. He wasn't in position. Yeah, but uh, it definitely proved that he's he has the wheels, and he's. I think if he has a perfect race, he could beat Sancho at the trials. Yeah, I don't know. Sancho's really good. Sancho's really good, but I think that here's the thing: that Sancho's going to do. He's Matt learns. I mean, if Robbie learns how to be in position. He almost got him in USA's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's like. I think it's just hard to cover moves. I mean, I think for him to like be able to finish like that, he can't. I mean, he's an 800 runner, right? I mean, he's a 1500 runner now. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's coming from a, a, a 
an 800 background. So for him, you know, he, when Nick Willis made that move, he may have said, "I like I can't make that move and and still hope to be able to not yeah. to, to to make that move and then not get last." Basically, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe I mean he said afterwards that that Coach Vidge was going to kill him. So probably it was that he didn't cover the move and he should have. Uh, but uh, let's be real, that was a 25 second. Uh, second to last lap, yeah. so not always easy. It was Serratos esque. Yeah, and then and then and then Robbie came back and closed in 25 seconds. It just wasn't quite enough. Uh, yeah, I mean it would have been a whole different game. Can imagine if we got two medals in that event. But um, I mean, yeah, Robbie. I think the it's I think it's as long as Leo is generally Leo. The 1500 team, which is interesting, seems pretty predictable this i mean no one is going to be surprised by a team uh that's the exact same as last year with with i mean centro is a world champion yeah if blankenship can get back in i mean i think if anything blankenship replaces leo uh, maybe but that's, maybe. again you should never say leo's not making uh, a team either, because he looks stupid either you know yeah an injury or 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 robbie mistimes a kick or but i mean robbie's kick is so good though he can come he can, from, miss, he can mistime it and he'll be he, fine he can come from i mean if he needs to close in like 50 point i mean i'm sure he's never done that but if he if he needs to he he'll could. do it i mean so i'm never you know and then centro just is too good i mean he's better than he's how better. good too good okay. so uh b- top impressions from the weekend what was the one race that you're like oh my gosh this is the biggest moment of the meet was it the 15 was it the 800 was it the triple jump which one was that uh, <laughs> yeah, you're uh, thinking about that the big jump. base moment yeah i mean i really like the men's 800 yeah, horse yeah. bearing going out in 23 and being like yeah, what yeah. is about to happen i mean i think the the, the great thing was all the races were like Outside of the women's 3K, like all the races were pretty exciting. Like the women's 3K with the Baba was a snooze fest. It was terrible. Women's 15 to wasn't as good. Wasn't as good. But no, I agree. I I think the Boris Barians, you know, it reminded me of Chanel Price winning the the 800 in 2014. Did she take it from the gun? She took it from the gun. Yeah, yeah. Led the entire way. Runs two flat. I two flat or 159, and wins it. I mean, Boris did the same thing, but he did it. 23, 49, and then It didn't get enough attention because uh, a lot of people were just picking up on the story that he came from McDonald's, uh, which is great. I mean, it's true. Uh, you know, I think too often in, in the media, it's getting portrayed like he just got picked up off the grill line no, and, he was and so good. just jumped in. Like He, he, he was, was good a, at Adam State. He was an 800 champ as a freshman. Like, yeah, you can say it's D2, but like he his times in high school were like, oh, this is a superstar. He just was a superstar that almost, you know, threw away his career. Yeah. Um, so uh, great for him. The story, like you said, is that he's currently unsponsored. Uh, he just got a lot more expensive. So um, somebody will pick him up, I would imagine. I don't know the full details of that. Uh, but, you know, I think it kind of got lost. He ran 145. You know, he could have – if he would have had a little help. I mean, Boris Barian can run 144 right now on an indoor track. He just had no help. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, you know, he didn't need to go out in 49, 23 and then 49. I mean, we saw he ran 143 twice last year outdoor. I mean, I think he's going to – what, I think he, what's his? Do, oh, do you think? I think he can medal. He just needs to get there. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. Johnny Gray, think he can get the American record. <sighs> what is it? One forty-two six. Something like that. Yeah, one forty-two six. Um, I think perfect he, race. Uh, yeah. I mean, I why not go to Monaco? I mean, you know, get in Monaco. Anything can happen in those types of races. Okay, the weather. One forty-three in Monaco. So yeah, the weather's perfect. Uh, just get. Yeah, I mean, you just, gotta assume he's. Be- I think he's better this year than he was last year. Yeah. Of course, yeah, he can get the American record. I think he's the guy that that is. I mean, That's crazy. I don't. Th- I think, 
I mean, I have to see more from Dwayne. I know he just opened this weekend, and uh, but he's the guy right now that could not right now, but he he's the guy who who is most likely to break it this upcoming. You know who season. also eight hundred meter ran this weekend? Donovan Brazier. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's obviously proven. I mean, maybe he had like a back spasm or he had a brain spasm. Either one, but uh, he ran a one fifty split in the four by eight. But Donovan Brazier, back at looks it again. like he's not injured. Injured. I, I think regardless of... I think if it was any type of injury, though, he would have not... There's no need to run a 150 well, I, a week later, so why would he... I think regardless, he, even if he was perfectly healthy, he shouldn't have run. Yeah. I mean, I sure, you can say, well, no, he was just like... He's not afraid to look foolish by dropping out and then running a week later, but you, take some pressure off of him. Like, why does he need to come back and run? Like, give the kid they, a break. They, Obviously, they try to hide him in a 4 by 8 as, like, the, the th- second or I mean, they're not going to hide him from you, though. You're going to dig through that <laughs> crap and find him, yeah. Uh, strange. I hope that this, I mean, he's won big races before, obviously won SECs. He, you know, ran really fast in high school. Uh, there's no, this was his, I guess I would say the biggest race of his career. Um, but he's still got, so, and he, he kind of still got seven more seasons right. to figure it out. So. Yeah. Uh, but the men's 800 in the U S right now, uh, you, you predicted that it would end up burying Simmons, not necessarily necessarily burying Simmons and Dwayne, but I mean, we're talking. I mean, Eric Swinsky just got a medal. Kaz is still really fast. Clayton Murphy. Clayton Murphy, perhaps. I mean, I, I I do think for us to send the best team to Rio, it needs to be Dwayne, Barian, and Simmons to for the possibility of getting medals. I still think with experience, working through the rounds, man, three rounds. Yeah, you gotta. Uh, I think if Barian learns how to do rounds, he's he's, he's you know, a, and today that was a man. He, he's a gamer. He didn't run a good round uh, no. here. So he got lucky. Clearly, he almost didn't make the yeah, final. Rounds are not his friend, so it does make you a little bit nervous. But I mean, he's he's but finals are he's fast. Like just run with like. Just, uh, I would say, just don't, you know, make it too tact. Don't make it a 152 race, and don't make it. Try to make it a 144 race. Try to make it a 148 race, and just, you know, run fast last 200. It's easier said than done, but gosh, the guy needs to get to finals because he can do special things. Guess who I, I ran in? Okay, we're gonna play a game. Yeah, got ten questions. Ready for him? Ready it's, for him? It's yes or no. Ten Kay. yes or nos. Okay. And so I saw an athlete on my plane ride home, and I gave this athlete a run junkie hat. Okay. You have to guess who the athlete is. You have 10 guesses. Uh, yes or no questions. You can ask 10 questions. Uh, yes or no. Um, Maybe no. I'll give you 20 questions. No, 10. 20 is a lot for yeah, a 10, podcast. 10. Oh, I'm not just guessing names. I need no, to. No, you like, have to like ask a question. But I'll, should I give you your first question you should ask? Sure. Male or female? You should just ask, is it a male? And I'll say yes or no. Okay. Is it a male? Yes. Okay. Uh, is it a middle distance runner? No. Is it a. Uh, field athlete. No. Okay. Is it Vernon Norwood? No. <laughs> you went, you, that's a waste of a guess. Yeah. Okay. So Texas. I mean, I'm thinking of like a few athletes now. Obviously, we're thinking like it's not a long distance runner. So I'm thinking it's. Uh, I think Taylor said Bromel was on her flight. I don't didn't hear you mention you were on his or on on that flight. So is it Braylon Taplin? No. Okay. So you're you're wasting you're wasting the S's. Okay? I mean, I got five more. I yeah, can just guess the you, Texas. Yeah. Athletes. No. No. You need to like start. Mm. You, s- you still need to narrow down. Okay. Is it a 400 meter runner? No. Is it okay? So we're not a field athlete. Not a, so it's it's a 60 athlete. Is it a Safa pal? Okay. What's the <laughs> question? Is it is it a 60 or is it a Safa pal? Which one, what question? Oh is yeah. It? Four questions. Six- you have four questions. Left. Is it a 60 meter runner? Yes. Is it a Safa pal? No. <laughs> Two uh, questions left. Uh, um, okay, so it's not 
them. Who who would uh, is he? Uh, so you're trying to think of all the 60 meter runners. Is it Marvin Bracy? No. Dang, I got one question left. On your flight, I would think everyone was going back to America. So should I try 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 try? Is that your last guess? I mean, he lives in Round Rock. Is that the last guess? Yes. No, it's not oh. Mike Rogers. <laughs> Who is it? World bronze medalist. Okay. Ramon Giddens. Oh, the hurdler? Or no, he got he got, he got third si- in the 60. Yeah, third in the 60. Uh, you said 60. I'm dumb. Yeah, the guy who, where is he from? Uh, ba- 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 I don't know. Bahamas? Bahrainian? Ba- ba- Bahrain? I don't know if that's a country. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It starts with a B. Gotcha. But yeah, I knew you wouldn't get it. Yeah, no, I was. But he, he was a, uh, he got third in that yeah. race. I mean, it's pretty tough. If to you were smarter, you should have got to the thing, and then you should be like, "Is he a medalist?" Well, I'm not. And then you would have known there's only show. three medalists in the sixty, and then you have three guesses. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't. I would not have. That's the way you could have done it. I would not have remembered who got third because but that, you're yeah, you focused on Bramel. But you would have narrowed it down to that, knowing it's the bronze medalist, and then you would have had to figure out who that was. Yeah, but I couldn't have looked it up. So yeah, but you knew it wasn't the two Americans. You knew it's not South and it's not. I'm just saying I would not have remembered his name. I no yeah, one. That's why I'm the ma- story was Bramel, and then it was the Safa Pal not being clutch. Six forty four, and then I was like, twice. who doesn't? Who cares? Who gets bronze? Okay, uh, an eighteen year old won the high jump. She said, "Hopefully, I go Nike," and she did that the next day. And she did it. She did what uh, she hoped. Yeah, uh, probably for a few people, grand including Ryan. Ryan I called him out. Yeah, on we're, we're we're freaking out that she decreased her value. I think when the issue is when she said, "Hopefully Nike," I think she, she had already, already had a signed yeah. her. Yeah, I don't think she was like. Yeah, she definitely already had a contract. Yeah, so I understand what he's saying there. Don't don't decrease your value by by saying uh, that what which company you favor. But uh, I think she had already probably signed a contract. Uh, anyways, she's a world champion. Do you think anyone ever says, "Hopefully starter"? Hopefully starter. Yeah, because yeah. we can get those new. Bring back those jackets. Gosh. I don't know people that starter are like jackets that time travel. Time traveled through uh, from the eighties. Yeah, from the dude, eighties. Awesome. Did you know that the word this is, this, I learned this from wearing my starter jacket. I wore a Phoenix Sun starter jacket because I was a huge Charles Barkley fan when I was a kid. Yeah. And I looked down at my thing. I looked down at my zipper, and the word Suns is on the zipper or whatever. Right. Did you know the word Suns, if you look at it upside down, it still says Suns? Oh, is it an anagram or whatever? No, not backwards. Upside down. Upside down. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the U becomes an N, I bet and they... the S's look the same. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? That is cool. The word Suns upside down. Man, sons. they say you learn things every day. Some are less intelligent than others, but to, that would some are <laughs> some are just mind blowing. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, so World Indoors Team USA did incredibly a lot of that to do. There come a couple of factors. Um, we performed really well. The home crowd helped that. Uh, Russia wasn't there. That helped that. Um, Didn't help that much. I mean, how many Russia? Field events, yeah, okay, field. Yeah, uh, they could have had some doped up middle distance people probably there True. if they uh, really wanted to, but they or if they if they could. I thought it was interesting that Brenda Martinez said that she was fighting for position in the, even though she knew she wasn't going to medal, yeah. she was still trying to get high up. To yeah, well, we know Ethi- Ethiopia hasn't had good testing practices, and uh, we also know that they've had named like nine banned athletes, uh, and none of the girls that competed there were uh but you know noting that they're from the country and live there and are subject to the same lack of out of competition testing currently that that a lot of Ethiopians are I think that's it's right to be suspicious Do you think There's a question it's right to be suspicious Do you think it's stereotyping No it, that if you're from a country you're automatically stereotyped as a doped athlete 
and to an extent, but how are you to assume if one athlete's clean or not? I like, mean, I, I, I don't know. Dope profiling. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, of course. Not, I'm not trying to be PC. I don't, I don't care yeah. about it. But I was just, of I course just, it is. It's, it's, it's interesting, though. You know, remember we made a joke about how, like, Boris Berrien, if he was had the same progression in his times but went to was from Ethiopia, right. people would be raising flags. But be, but if you look back, he trains with Vig, so Vigil. Uh, for Vigil. Vigil. I keep on saying his name wrong. Vigil, who's never had a doped athlete. So Yeah, we I do tend to, good, in this country, though, and, and we do have good out-of-competition testing, but, yeah, we do tend to be borderline on unfair and i don't want to throw out the r word but you know what i mean towards other countries uh if you're from a non yeah and and, and listen i I, brenda martinez speaks from a lot more experience than i do but to just uh and i don't think she was saying that she wasn't saying like i know those people are dope she wasn't saying that but i don't you know we do need to you know i think it's more just the the uh governing body is right. more suspicious sure and and then yeah but like you said the boris Berrien example is very good he went from 148 to 143 in one year if that was anybody else it would be oh my gosh this guy is you know who is this guy and you know we just had the ability to know what training group he's gone to because if not i mean look at boris Berrien on twitter he's pretty quiet like he doesn't do a whole bunch like he could just be a mystery guy to the rest of the world so uh um, yeah, definitely some inward reflection is is warranted there. But uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, she got fifth, and yeah, if some of those ladies get popped, she could end up with a medal. Um, I, th- I did think those comments were interesting. But she was kind of the most vocal in the press conference at the USA's uh, USA press conference a few days before, talking about Russia shouldn't shouldn't be here, uh, which is good. She's glad they're not here. So I mean, props to Brenda for uh, bringing that stuff up a lot. No one else wanted to talk about that really. Uh, Ashton Eaton no commented at. at uh, the issue of russia which is totally up to his discretion uh you know it was interesting who would talk about it and who wouldn't um but uh i don't know the sport moves forward i know it was a fun weekend i we can't ignore all the issues obviously that are still going on it was great to see world championships in america we just gotta wait how many more years 2021 2021 till so five five years a little over five years i'll be old yeah yeah. 33 man yeah that's old you think i mean most 33 so you you still could get there's time for you to get I fit. still get in make your debut i still got at, time try, just where should i make my debut well you need to run like at you need to run at the portland track festival and then go to usa's and then qualify and then you can what no well i don't need run this year i just got to qualify in 2021 no, no, in 2021 that's what i'm saying run at the 2021 portland but when track did, should i make my pro debut i think should i the flow track throwdown probably so that's where i should do it yeah do you want to sponsor me yeah, I'll wear a picture of your kid on my yeah. on my shirt. Yeah, we'll see if that's a, you need the logo to be a certain size. Yeah. unfortunately. Well, uh, I, it's okay. Okay, it's gonna be. I'll get small. a tattoo for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Strike Incorporated. Yeah, it's a business. It's a business. Uh, invest heavily. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, man. What's so we got three live events: rally, uh, Florida State, and then the Penn Challenge. The Penn Challenge, which you, is a bunch of Philadelphia weekend? schools, like kind of. Dual meat style. Gotcha. Tommy Awa. Minus Villanova's Australians because they got their the trials. trials. Oh, Come so do I, we have to watch that uh, to see if, let's see, Tiernan makes it. Jordy's going for it. Jordy, yeah, Jordy. Former uh, McKen- former. Sam McKenty. Yeah. Uh, then you got uh, some other guys in there. I mean, so, so, Birmingham. So Tiernan, what, will be going for the 5K, right? Tiernan's 5K. And yeah. then Jordy 15? Jordy's 15, yeah. Does he do, do those guys? I mean, I think they have a shot, right? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking because it was interesting that he had a couple Aussies uh, that are probably going to be Olympians at World Indoors. Brett Robinson, Collis Birmingham, 
you know, those guys are going to be coming off long, long flights and races. I think it's interesting to see how that plays yeah. out. That's well, not I'm not sure how their selection process works. There might be. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, three go. So they, it might be like the winner automatic and then the rest are at large. So maybe Birmingham and uh, Robinson are trying to get like selected. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, that'll be cool to follow. I mean, cool to see some of those guys in Rio if uh, if they can qualify. I know Jordy didn't have that great of an indoor season, but uh, we'll see what what those guys can do. Okay, uh, yeah, we got some meets going on this weekend. You got anything to add? Uh, no, it's gonna be great. Uh, April's gonna be nuts. Yeah, Stanford Invite's coming up. Penn Relays, Mount Sac, Peyton Jordan, Michael Johnson. It's gonna be crazy. Wow. Trayvon Bormel's gonna yeah, open up his hundred meter at Michael Johnson. He said he's running at Texas Relays. When's Texas Relays? Next uh, weekend. Weekend of yeah, this weekend. No, next weekend. Same weekend as Stanford. Okay, so it's a little bit later this year. Okay. Yeah, because I'm gonna say it would normally be this weekend. Yeah, no, like, they pushed uh, it back a week. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, uh, so yeah, see Trayvon Bromel open there in two, uh, but hopefully see him run fast in that hundred. Get, yeah. under, get under 10 in April. That'd be pretty sweet. Whoa, whoa. All right. Uh, yeah, no music. Uh, you know, if you can donate, we're in just in the midst of tons of lawsuits. I think Nelly hit us the hardest. He did. Yeah, we've used, like, a lot of his songs. So, uh, okay, we're signing off. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and, yeah, subscribe. Subscribe.